Hi, thanks for checking out this message from our River Valley Church family here in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages and inspires you. For more messages, be sure to check out our other podcasts. For more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. I want to get into the Word of God this morning because this, um, this sermon has been burning in me for some time. Um, and so it's going to be a little passionate this morning, so you better buckle up. Um, we're going to get into the Word of God, but we're also going to let the Word of God listen to me get into us. There, there, there's coming and hearing God's Word, and then there's letting God's Word penetrate into the deep spaces of our hearts so that our lives can be transformed. This is what the Scripture tells us, that you are transformed. Literally, the way that you think and live is transformed by the preaching of the Word of God. As we take it into our lives and we consume it, there's a transformational work that takes place inside of us. And so I'm believing for some supernatural work to happen in your life today. Um, And I'm believing it because God's word is true. Amen? And so we're going to jump into a series. And the series is called Rooted. And uh, we're going to explore relationship with God. We're going to explore relationship with others. And we're going to go into the Word of God and see what it has to say about our lives and what they're supposed to look like as we take this journey of following Jesus. Um, As we draw near, we just got done with a a series where we were talking about uh, being in the river of God's presence, right? And what that does in our life and the impact that has on us. And this is is really a springboard into that because we're going to use some similar passages of Scripture to understand what God is speaking and teaching us today through His Word. So we're going to take the next four weeks. Next week, Pastor Zach's going to come and bring a word. I'm going to do the following week. And then my wife's going to get up here and solo it the following week to finish all this up. So it's going to be an amazing month for us here in February. And so I want you to come prepared to learn, to grow, and to hear what the Spirit of God is speaking to us today. Amen? You guys with me? Come on now. Um, and, and, And with that, what that means is that my heart needs to be oriented around this, and your heart needs to be oriented to hear and listen. How many of you know that's a choice every week that we come? Every week. And I'm believing for God's Word to come alive inside of you today because God wants to take each one of us into deeper places of health, of life, of loving relationship with Him, of connected relationship with one another. These are all God's desires and plans for you and I as we pursue Him together as a church family. So I'm going to ask you to do something a little bit different this morning. We don't do this very often. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet, and we're going to get into the Word of God together. I want you to open up your Bibles to Psalms. This one's easy. It's right in the middle of your Bible. For those of you that have one of these that is, uh, you know, like uh, the original version, this is what Moses actually handed down. I'm kidding. It's not. (laughs) Psalms chapter 1 is where we're going to be today. We're going to be in the book of Psalms right in the center of your Bible. For those of you that are doing it digitally, you should be faster than the rest of us. Although I am very slow. Anybody else have problems with the digital? I'm slow that way. Thank you, Kelly. You made me feel better today. All right, here we go. Psalms chapter 1. This is going to be the launching point for us today. And the reason why I'm having you stand is, how many of you know this is precious? The Word of God is precious to us. And so there's a place of just honor to the Word of God and to His Word and what He wants to speak to us today. And I'm going to read this. I want you to just read along with me as we go here. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1. Oh, the joy of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight 
in the law of the Lord and meditate on it day and night. They are like trees planted along riverbanks, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is the truth. So, Lord, today as we are in your presence, Lord, would your word come alive to us, Lord, and transform the way that we think and we live. Lord, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want you to notice in this passage of Scripture here, it's a really simple passage, but it should remind you a little bit of some stuff that we've, we've looked at here previously. Um, but what I love about this is this, this invitation to us. It gives us this beautiful pathway for us to experience the power and the goodness of God in our lives. And here's what it says. It kind of walks us through this beginning portion of not, not walking with the wicked, not listening to bad advice. How many of you would say all of those things are, are good? You would agree with those things. Yes. Okay, good. You're in the right place. Uh, but then it says, but they delight in the law of the Lord and they meditate on it day and night. Here's an interesting thing that I am discovering as I get to pastor and lead. When I talk with people about the Word of God, meditating on it, uh, studying it, getting into it, almost every person I talk to is like, yeah, that's a good thing for pastors to do. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea for you, Tim, because you're, you're teaching that, so you should probably study that. But I want you to notice here that this is not instruction to pastors or leaders. This is instruction to people. People. This is instruction to us as we are following Christ and the things that he has for our life. David's giving some unique instruction here that is really simple. He's just saying, hey, if you want to be like a tree planted, strong, rooted in the ground, if you want to have nourishing life flowing from you, if you want to have healthy leaves and good fruit, here is how you do that. You meditate on God's Word day and night. You study it. You learn it. You feed on it like it's the very substance for your soul. Like that's the kind of attention that we give to it. And once again, I, again, I'm in a lot of these conversations. Most of us think, yes, that's, that is good for people that teach the Word of God. But here's what I want you to know. It is good for you. It's good for me. It's good for us. Why? Because the instruction here is not for the leader. It is for those who want to be planted and rooted and be healthy. I love what verse 3 says. It says, they are like trees planted. If you go back to the original language, that word there is actually rooted right? Roots going deep along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their lives never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Here's the general term. They're healthy. They're healthy. So those that dig into the, the presence and the Word of God for you, not because you come to church and do that, but because you're, you're digging into that in your own life, here's what happens. Health will come to your life. You'll find some things. So I want to I look at this because this passage of Scripture sounds vaguely familiar to something we just got done reading in Ezekiel chapter 47. You guys remember that? Ezekiel chapter 47, we were talking about this river that comes out of the temple of God. It starts as a little trickle and broadens out into this massive river. And along the banks of it are what? Trees. And it gives almost the exact 
same description of those trees as we see David talking about here in the book of Psalms. Interestingly enough, if you go into the book of Revelations, Revelations chapter 22, the exact same conversation is being said in that passage of Scripture as well. Why, why is this? Here's, here's what I want to help you understand about the Word of God. When the Word of God says something over and over and over again, it's because it's trying to get our attention. This is the beauty of the Word of God. It's congruent. It consistently affirms what it said years and years and years before. Why? Because the author is God, not human beings. And so as we look into the Word of God, we're looking at these things, and here's what we know just by looking at these three passages of Scripture. When God looks at us, oftentimes one of the pictures, one of the things that He wants us to see about ourselves and see about Him is that He wants you to be like a tree, not a shrub, not a daisy, right? Not a beautiful flower on the sand. He wants your life to take on the appearance of a tree. And not just any old tree, but a tree that is planted and rooted in his presence and planted and rooted in community. He, when, when God's looking at your life, he's looking at your life, and, and we can find this in other places throughout the gospel, he's looking at your life and going, okay, what kind of fruit is that tree going to bear? What's going on in that life? What's going on with that tree? God has set and he looks at us and he, he wants us to be firmly rooted and firmly planted so that our lives can be a stable force, not only for ourselves, but for those that are around us in this journey. We live in a beautiful city. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful to live in the Treasure Valley. I've got to travel to a lot of places on this planet, and this is a wonderful place to call home. But we live in a very unique geographic area as well. When you look at the Treasure Valley, literally what we are is desert. Like prior to all the people moving here and building homes and planting their cool, all this stuff, like this is literally high mountain desert. Like sagebrush and bunny rabbits and like that kind of desert, right? You don't have to go far out of the, the downtown area or the, the, um, the, the area of town where, where we have developed you don't have to go far outside of it to figure out we're in desert. Amen? Everybody with me? Anybody ever been out of the city, people? Okay, good. We, we live in a desert. That's where we are, right? But there's something beautiful and unique about where we live. There just happens to be a river that runs right through the middle of our city. And it is actually, if you look at the orientation of the Treasure Valley and specifically the Boise area, this is what we get to enjoy as we look at this river. What do you notice beyond it? Desert. It's very dry. Not a lot of, lot of foliage, right? Can we go to the next picture here? But if we look along the Boise River here, look at the density of trees along the river. Like we have the most beautiful natural picture of exactly what Scripture is teaching here. And what God wants for your life and for mine, you will be reminded of this now every time you drive by the Boise River. Every time you look up the river, this is what you see. We see beautiful trees, big, mature trees, all up and down the edges of the river, and they, they begin to grow out from those spaces, don't they? They begin to, to, to get a little bit further away from the shore. Why? Because they have the nourishment of the water and the fertile land that comes from being around a river. Here's what I, I used to do in our river that I really enjoyed. Any of you guys ever rope swing in the Boise River? Come on now. If you haven't, 
this summer we're going to go out. Actually, it's illegal. You can't do it anymore. Um, but it's a blast, right? Like, like when you think about the Boise River and the, the, the uniqueness that it provides for our valley, here's what I want, want you to know. I, I want it to be a hallmark in your life of understanding what God is looking for in his people, what he desires for us in this journey of life, what he has for us, as beautiful as, as, as the Treasure Valley is, as beautiful as the Boise River is, it's even a better picture of what God desires for you. He wants you to be like one of those trees, firmly planted, rooted along the river of his presence, growing, maturing, finding health, because as you're rooted in the presence of God, as you're rooted in the family of God, there is nourishment for your life to grow and mature. I want to read for you a little New Testament version of this. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7 give us a beautiful picture here of what it says. Here's, here's, here's what it says for us. It says, and now... Just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. Now, I'm not assuming that out of everybody in this room today, but I know the majority of you. We've accepted Christ as our Lord. You must continue to follow Him. So, in other words, it's not just good enough to say, hey, Jesus, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> right? It's not, that's not, that's not how, how following Jesus works. When we confess Him as Lord, then we follow Him in the way right? And that's what it's saying here. You must continue to follow him. And then look at these words. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. What a beautiful picture. What a beautiful picture. Let your, you, you've confessed Jesus as Lord in your life, that's wonderful. But are you growing and maturing? Have you put down roots not only in his presence, but in the community, the place that he's brought you to, so that your faith can grow and you can have some strength and stability in your life? You're called to be rooted. Follower of Jesus, someone who who would say, I'm a Christian, you are called by God to be rooted, anchored in his presence and his truth so that your faith can grow. And I want to dig into this a little bit this morning. I want to I ask you a question that's going to help us orient our hearts this morning with what God's doing in our hearts and lives. So I want to ask you a question. Are you rooted or are you potted? And no, I'm not talking about marijuana, people. Are you rooted or are you a potted tree? Are you anchored in the soil of God's presence and His Word? Are you meditating on His Word? Are you allowing it to be part of your daily rhythms? Are you in community with people? Notice the, the trees that were along that river. You didn't see any standing alone. They were nestled in together. We'll talk about that here in a second. They're together. There's protection for them. Why? Because they're along the banks of the river and they've learned how to grow together. The rooted nature of a tree is what actually gives it its stability. We live in a culture today, an American culture today, that not only affirms but promotes a transient lifestyle. In other words, if this doesn't suit you anymore, move on. 
If you don't like this, go try that. Right? It's inbred into everything that we do in our life and in our world. You, you look back 40, 50 years ago, people didn't change jobs. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to change a job. Relax, people. But what I'm saying is the mindset of the culture and the world that we live in today has changed radically. We think if one day you go to work and all of a sudden it's not fun for you anymore, go find a new job. Two weeks notice, what's that? Come on now. Like, we, we live in a culture that constantly affirms to us, whatever is good for you, just do it. Whatever's comfortable for you, whatever makes you feel good, just do that. That will give you a happy life. Can I help you this morning? That will not give you a happy life. It will give you a miserable life. And it will also give you very shallow relationships with the people that you're around. But guess what? We like shallow relationships. Why? Because we don't want people to see our stuff. But here's what the Word of God invites us to. Put down deep roots. Connect with not only the Spirit of God and what He's doing in your life, but connect with people that are around you. We live in the most broken and shallow culture. Come on, church, let's be honest with ourselves. Like when we see what's going on on TV and we see what's going on in our workplaces and we actually might have a conversation with our neighbors, our interactions with people are at such a shallow level. We have no roots that have been put down that allow us stability to grow and be healthy. And here's the real sad part of this. The church is not much different. We don't look much different than the world that's around us. Floating from place to place with little or no roots being established. God describes his people as a people who are rooted, not potted. So what's the difference? I just want to walk you through a little description that will help us to see the difference in our lives between a life that is rooted and a life that is potted. A life that is potted has very shallow roots. In fact, those roots are confined to whatever little space that that tree is in. Everybody know what I'm talking about with that? You can go to a nursery, check them out. All the times they wrap the roots intentionally, right, to protect them so that they can go get planted at some point in time. Has a tree ever been designed to be in a pot? No. Why do we put trees in pots? Come on, church. Why do to move them? Thank you. Portability. Ease to move. The problem with trees that are in pots is they never actually grow to their potential. They can't. Because a tree needs a deep root system to be able to pull the nutrients that it needs to be able to grow into its potential. You leave it in a pot and what happens? That is its potential. It will not grow any more than what it has a root system to be able to support. Potted trees produce little or no fruit. Why? Because they don't have the nutrients to be able to put into fruit-bearing. They're in danger of the winds and the storms blowing them over. Think about the pots that sit on your patio or a tree that would sit in a pot on your patio. If a wind comes, what's going to happen to that poor little fella? Right? It, just, it doesn't have the stability 
to, in order to withstand the wind and the storm. It just doesn't. Potted plants can't. They're unhealthy usually because there is, once again, no room for them to grow, and they have no roots that provide that tree stability to grow. It wasn't designed to be in a pot. So let's talk about rooted. Rooted is a very different picture. Rooted is, is something that, as we think of trees that are planted in places intentionally for growth and for life, here's what we see out of those trees. trees they grow strong and healthy. They have mature growth on them. Their base begins to get big and large because their roots are going deep and wide. They strengthen other trees that are around them. This is the beautiful part that I love of what we saw on the Boise River and what we see all throughout nature. When you see big trees growing, typically they're in a forest of other trees. Why? Because they protect each other from the elements. They break the wind. They give themselves an opportunity to have an environment to grow and be healthy. Question for you this morning, are you rooted or potted? Big, strong trees, here's the fun part. They take a long time to grow. They take a long time for those roots. Think about when you go out and you're enjoying time in the forest. If you, if you enjoy being in the outdoors, I love it. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever taken time to look at uh, the redwood forest and just the trees that have down there, down there that have been growing for years and years and years and years and years. And the root systems on those things are incredible. But guess what? That didn't happen overnight. It took hundreds of years for those trees to grow and develop. A rooted person understands the principle of time and they're committed to that process. Rooted allows us to grow deep and tall. In other words, here's the reality of it. A rooted tree and a rooted person has substance to them. What's above ground is only a small part in comparison to what's actually below the ground. What they're anchored in where they're finding their sustenance and nutrients. Come on, rooted trees are able to produce large fruit and leaves for shade, deeply anchored in the ground next to the river where they find life from water, and they're protected because of what's around them. It will not be easily moved. They're stable and strong. They'll stand the test of time. Big trees aren't going anywhere. They work through the difficult seasons because their roots grow deep. When it's dry... They're good. They can move through a dry, desolate time. Why? Because they have deep roots. See, here's the, the challenge that we, we face in the world that we live in today. We have a world that's pressuring us to go faster and to be more shallow. And we have a faith experience that's telling us to slow down and go deep. And there's this tension pulling us in both directions constantly. Tim, I don't even have time to read the Bible. That should tell you something. Something's pulling your time and attention. I don't have time to be in a small group. I don't have time to be connected in community. Here's the reason why. Because you're a potted plant. You're a tree that is not going to have the ability to withstand the testings that are going to come to your life. Because the wind's going to blow. You guys with me? Dry seasons are going to come. And if you haven't taken the time to anchor yourself in the presence of God, in His Word, and in community, 
Your tree is going to suffer through those seasons. You were never meant to be potted. You were meant to be rooted. Here's the beauty of this. What determines if you're rooted or not? I want you to think about this for a second. What determines if you are rooted or not? You're not going to like my answer. It's your choices. How do we know that? Because Psalms tells us, Oh, the joy of those who do not follow choice in the advice of the wicked, or stand choice around sinners, or join choice in with mockers. But they delight. They choose to meditate on God's Word. Your choices determine whether you're potted or rooted. Your choice to say, no, 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 no. In my life, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to push the slow down button here a little bit. And there is, I, I don't care if I feel like reading my Bible or not, I'm going to get in God's Word. Why? Because it anchors me in the soil of who He is. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to get up this week and go to church. Choices. I'm not saying church is magical. I'm saying church is a way that we put our roots deep in to grow. I don't know if this semester I have the time to be involved in a small group or in a discipleship arena in my life. And and here's what I'm telling you. Those choices are helping you to determine what kind of root system you're putting down. Those choices that we see not only here in Psalms, we could go all through the New Testament. Those choices are impacting whether you're rooted or not. We live in a culture where people never lay down roots. In fact, most people, here's the funny part, are leaving wherever they were and are coming to Idaho. Why? Because they're looking for a different pace of life. They're uprooting their lives there, and probably most of them weren't even rooted. Most of them were potted. And they're coming here looking for something different or better. Here's what I want to challenge you in, that in order for us to find the better, we have to choose the better. We have to choose to say the presence of God is important in my life. Being around people, other trees that are deeply rooted is important in my life. Being intentional about the time that I I spend and where I spend that time, it's important in life. God wants His people to be firmly rooted and firmly grounded. The world wants you to to try and be satisfied with pretending that there's depth in our relationships. To pretend that, hey, that, that job and all its money and resource and all, it satisfies me. No, it doesn't. The only thing as human beings that we were created to be satisfied by was relationship with our Creator God. And through that relationship with Creator God, then we find satisfaction in relationships with one another. It's understanding our design. God wants you to be rooted, not potted. God wants you to be connected and planted to produce great fruit in your life. To not be torn around by the winds of this life. It's going to come. But to have yourself anchored deeply in His presence. God wants you rooted in Him. I love what Colossians said. Root yourself in Christ. How many of you know that's a choice? Root yourself 
Root yourself. Like choose to put down roots. Zach next week is going to talk about not only rooting ourselves in Christ, but the importance that we have being rooted in a local church, being connected together. Emily, actually, I was just sharing with my message last night, and she said, babe, you got to look at this meme that I saw. I'm like, okay. And so she showed me this meme, and it was beautiful. It's the kind of science behind tree growth and why they grow together in clusters the way that they do. And underground, there's this network of fungal growth that trees are talking to each other underground. How many of you knew that? All of you are like, uh, I'm looking this up. It's there. I searched it out because I thought she was lying to me. Trees underground, they grow this network of fungal growth, and they're talking to each other about where, where water is, where the healthy spaces are. If there's something that is starting to grow down in the soil that is trying to steal the nutrients from those trees and how they're going to choke it out and kill it. Like these roots, they're connected together. There's all these trees that you see above ground, but the reason they're healthy and growing is because of what's going on underground. They're talking. They're connected together. Church, I'm not trying to get you to come to church more. What I'm trying to get you to understand is God wants you to be rooted and grounded. There's one thing that I am so, and this is something my wife and I have really been processing in our life. We've, we've been at this church for some years now grew up here. God has done some amazing. I'm thankful for parents who kept me rooted and planted here. But one thing I'm, I'm learning as I'm watching a lot of people's lives around me is they, they're potted. They're moving from place to place. We do this in the church culture all the time. If we don't like this church this week, we'll go to that one next week, and we'll try this one over there next month, and oh, they just don't meet our needs. And here's the real problem. It has nothing to do with the church. It has everything to do with the fact that we are not willing to put down roots and just say, we're sticking this one out. It's going to take some time. The greatest gift my wife and I have given to our children, I just want to speak this over you today, is not the fact that we had a cool house for them to live in, not that we got them engaged in sports and activities, not even that we were terribly loving or not loving parents. That's not the greatest gift that we've given to our kids. The greatest gift that we've given to our kids is consistency in their life. And by consistency, I mean they have been planted in this church in community their entire life. They have not been pulled from one place to another. They have not been, they, they've found community and relationship here, and it's allowed them to weather the storms of life. Because how many of you know, even with teenagers, there's some storms that are blowing? We live in a day and age in a culture that's trying to rock their world. Parents, give them roots. Give your children the gift of roots. I'm not saying River Valley is a perfect church. I'm not saying that we are perfect leaders. I would be the first to tell you, you want to have a conversation, I'll tell you all the dumb things we've done. But here's what I can tell you, is as an eldership and a leadership team, we're, we're going to pursue the heart of God. And we're going to follow Him. We may not have all the coolest programs or the biggest this, that's, or the other things, but here's what I will challenge you to do, is be in God's presence, be in His Word, be in community, dig deep roots. Why? So that your children can have some consistency in their life. It's the greatest gift you'll ever give them. So that when the storms come, when the winds blow, when the pressures of this culture and this world are blowing on them, they have some big trees around them that can take the wind. That's why we're in community. Zach, I'm sorry I'm stealing your message, bro. Good luck. That's why it's important to be a part of a local church. 
Not because you wear the t-shirt or you, you, you have the bumper sticker on your car, but because you need some people around you who can help you when the winds blow. You need some people around you when the poo hits the fan in your life. I don't know if pastors can say it, but I just did. When that stuff starts happening, you know there's some people next to you who've got deep, deep roots. I can tell you right now with the eldership of this house and the leadership in this house, they're not going anywhere. They're not potted plants. They're not potted trees. They have stuck through the messed up times and their roots are going deeper and deeper and deeper. I am so grateful for the churches around the Treasure Valley. But church, I want you to understand how unique it is to have a team that has been here for 20, 30, some people 40 years anchored in this place. And we, we oftentimes make fun of that in our culture as, oh, they're just too afraid to go try something different. Or they just don't know what else is out there. Can I, can I just help you? with that? I'm going to reorient your theology there for a moment. That's bad theology. It's not even scripture theology. God wants you to be rooted because he wants you to grow and mature. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring the real word right now. We have many people in the church, not just here, in the church, in the body of Christ today, who have no fruit in their life, no growth, no strength, no stability, because they have no roots. They're potted. Yep, they go to church. They've been going there for a couple years. They, they love the worship and the kids' ministries is awesome, but they, have, they are not rooted. And, and their life displays that. Because when the stuff hits and it's hard, and what do they do? They go find the next church. I want to call you into a place. This is the pastoral component. This is why I'm here. Is to call you into a place of choice in your life. How am I going to choose rootedness. And here's what I promise you. Some of those trees that you're around, you're not going to like them very well. Sometimes they get in the way of the sun and you want a little bit more of it. And sometimes that, like their branches growing into your, your space, like come on now. We get frustrated by each other, but here, here's, here's the beauty of it. They're there for your good. The people that are sitting around you right now, if you, if you will choose to anchor yourself in, if you will choose to be rooted, here's the beauty that will come from your life. You'll actually begin to grow. If you find yourself 10, 20, 30 years serving God and not much has changed in your life, I, I need to ask you a question. Are you, are you potted or are you rooted? Because no tree that is planted by a river no tree that is planted in the presence of God, no tree that is planted in the Word of God will stay the same. It will grow. And that's what I want for your life. It's what I want for your family. It's what I want for your heart, for you to have some stability in your life that when the wind blows as a big tree, you just get to sway with it. You ever notice that? I love that. I love watching big trees in storms because they just like... They just kind of sway in it. Little trees, snap, game over. Big trees, they just roll with it. Why? Not because of what they have above ground, but because what they've put in the ground. Church, that's you. This is what I want for your life. This is what, it doesn't really matter what I want. This is what God wants for your life. 
He wants your life to be anchored in Him so that for your life, for your family, you have deep roots that allow you to grow, mature, and listen to me, bear fruit. Bear fruit. I don't know where you find yourself at in your journey. I don't know where you find yourself at in relationship both with God and with the local church, but here's what I'm telling you. God does not want you to remain immature in your growth and development. It's time to get out of the pot. It's time to get those those roots planted in the soil of His presence. It's time to say, hey, when they're worshiping or when there's a Bible study or in the days, of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to meditate on His law. I'm choosing that. Hey, nothing's going to keep me from gathering with the body of Christ. I'll, I'll be there Sunday. I know, but there's a soccer game. or a, well, Yeah, I, I get it. Guess what? There'll be 10,000 more soccer games. Anchor yourself by the river. Anchor yourself. Be planted with some people around you that can protect you and help you to grow. And here's the other part. You've got some stuff to offer to them as well. You've got some things to offer to the people that are around you. It's important. Here's what I know for sure. You'll never look at the Boise River the same again. I hope that in your life you hear the word of the Lord over you this morning. And if you recognize in your life, this is not one of those messages that you're supposed to be going like, oh, don't look at me. No, 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 no. This is an invitation to come and to put deep roots not only into your relationship with God, but in community and life together. You want to grow and mature? You want your life to bear fruit? It requires some choices on your part. Okay? Nobody can make them for you. Here's what I do know. Once you choose to put those roots in, man, it is it's something that will provide such beautiful stability for your life that when you hear the wind start whistling through the trees next to you, you're like, no big deal, we got this. Right? When the sun starts scorching down and you can feel the heat, you're not worried about it because your roots go deep into God. And that's what we provide for one another when we're rooted. This whole series, we're going to talk about this place in our life of just deepening our roots together. Yes, in God, but also in community and relationship with one another. Why? Because it is what will determine your growth and your health. Amen? God has beautiful things for us in our lives. Come on. We live in the Treasure Valley. He has beautiful things for your life in community and relationship. He has some peace that he wants to bring to your heart if you'll just get out of the pot and get your roots deep in him. I want to pray over us this morning because I believe this word is one of those words that God not only wants to set in us, but he wants to transform the way that we think. And here's what I know for a fact before I pray. There's going to be warfare all around this in your life. Why? Because the enemy would love nothing more than for you to stay potted. For you to stay potted, immature, without the ability to grow and produce. That's what the enemy's plan for your life is. God's plan for your life, Psalms chapter 1, that you would be anchored in by the river, growing and producing in due season. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, that your plan for us is good. 
Lord, that you desire for our lives and for our families, Lord, that we would be deeply rooted in you and in your presence. Lord, we thank you that your presence is what nourishes us, it's what strengthens us, it's what matures us, Lord, and you invite us to put deep roots into that, Lord. And God, I thank you, Lord, that you also called us into community together. Lord, that as we gather like this and in small groups and having barbecues together, God, and just spending time, Lord, together, Lord, that our roots are growing deep in you. And Lord, I pray over our lives today, Lord, if just through the revelation of your word, God, if we've recognized some immaturity in our lives, God, because we've been stuck in a pot, Lord, that we would allow you to come and to plant us deeply, God, in all that you're doing. Lord, that we would have the wonderful joy, God, of spreading roots deep into the ground, God. Lord, to experience your presence and your power at work in us. Lord, ultimately, Lord, through this, Lord, we want our lives, we want the, the living of our life, God, to be a place, Lord, where others can come and find fruit and protection and safety in. So, God, I'm asking over River Valley right now that you would grow us up in you. Lord, that as we put deep roots, God, into your presence and into community, Lord, that you would grow us into all that you have for us as a church family. God, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this message from River Valley Church. Do you know someone who would be encouraged by it? Make sure to share it with them this week. Again, for more content from us, please check out our website at rivervalleyboise.com.